Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Welcome everyone. So today uh, I'm joined by Declan and uh, we are going to talk about something that happened to me a few years ago now, but uh, it's amazing how quick the time flies, but it's it's about getting a black belt. You know, I actually did manage to get to the level of black belt in Taekwondo and I know Declan has, um, although not received belts, he's studied martial arts for many years and you know, you might be asking, well, why are we talking about martial arts on a relationship podcast? But just hear me out a little bit. I learned, I learned so much in the process of working towards this goal and this ability to, um, you know, get to a point where uh, I could test for black belt. And one of the, you know, I'm just going to kind of lead with one of the lessons that I got that really actually really quite shocked me at the time was the fact that you know I was learn trying to learn this particular kick in in Taekwondo it was like a sidekick and you know I was practicing with a partner and and I couldn't stop you know it was supposed to stop the person attacking me you know obviously in martial arts you're trying to trying to that's the point and you know, it just, I would keep getting pushed over, you know, he'd be attacking and I'd try to do the sidekick and I just couldn't make it stick. And it it just, he'd, you know, run right through it. And I was so frustrated and so, um, you know, taken up with, uh, why couldn't this work? And realizing that the, you know, I just was feeling lack of confidence about this particular kick up. And it wasn't even about the technique of the kick it was about the fact that could I actually stop someone? Could I have that goal and actually do it, be committed to that 100%? And I somehow know in my head that if, if you make a goal and you're really committed, nothing can stop you. You know, I don't know, most of us have had that feeling at some point. And I just couldn't get that, that to work with this particular kick and so, you know, I just, I, I think I even like cried in the middle of the gym because I just could not get this to work. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I was surprised at the, how difficult it was to commit hundred percent to something like that. And, um, you know, I'm wondering in your experience, Declan, with, with martial arts and, you know, have you ever had something like that where there was a block and you just couldn't seem to get, get commit to the a particular a training technique or whatever yeah th- yeah of course the, I think this happens to most people that that are involved in those things and, and you know you know the term martial is is martial arts is interesting to me because if we look at it uh, uh, liter- from a literal standpoint it's like oh martial it li- kind of means war or something and and uh, one of my teachers once said to me that, you know, you're, you're, uh, 
your most formidable adversary is yourself. And that, you know, rings, rings true with, with um, most of the teachers that I've had and some of the teachers that I've had that didn't have this kind of perspective, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really resonate with them or didn't stick around long learn, learning from them because it's like really about overcoming uh, the inner struggle, the inner struggle. And I don't know if I've gone off topic or not. But, uh... <laughs> well, I think, you know, where I see the, the relationship, well, where I see the relationship to relationships <laughs> is that, you know, this commitment, 100%. Like, I have been in relationships where I wasn't committed, you know? Like, I'd, I was entrusted in someone and I kind of dabbled with them and that may sound horrible to you know I won't name any names of who I dabbled with and who I committed to but you know those the relationship sticking with any type of relationship not even monogamous like long term but just anything mm-hmm. is a commitment a hundred percent to that because it's never going to just be easy there's you know otherwise you just you get bowled right over Mm. And you get knocked down, you know, and if you're kind of half in and half out with, with a relationship, you know, what's going to happen when the time, the going gets tough, which I think to me felt similar to learning this kick, you know, it was like, if I could find that commitment of a hundred percent, I could be successful with that kind of training. And it feels like if I start my relationship by saying I'm a hundred percent committed to the relationship, there's a way through whatever comes up. Yeah, commitment is like, you know, it's it can be, you know, many times associated also with goal setting, you know, set it, let's set a goal and commit to that. And I think what happens a lot of the times is that we, um, yeah, we, we, we focus so intently on the goal that we we miss out on you know the magic of the moment and uh, you know I, I see that happening over and over again you know in, in myself and in, in others that I associate with and not so much in in recent times with this whole uh, lockdown scenario it's, it's a bit different my our, my relating has our relating has changed I know mine has for sure I can't you know speak for everyone else obviously but the the committing to the, the the process I feel is more important than committing to the goal but you know and you know there's a subtle difference I guess or a big difference then you know depending on where you're at but the commitment of of like being present I think is is important also you know just being present to to what it is you're doing and not necessarily, you know, where it is you're going. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, 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 I feel the truth of that because I was just sitting here thinking, well, what if you commit to an unrealistic vision of what the relationship is? Is that going to help you? Probably not. You know, and I've had relationships where I felt I was committed to being in that relationship good bad or or you know whatever 
and that didn't serve me but like you said I was committed to what I thought was the goal which was being in the relationship whereas you're saying let's be committed to the process of relating and if that goes sideways I'm committed to the process of seeing if this is working or not working maybe I need to walk away maybe we need to commit in a different way maybe you know whatever but I love how you how you separated that that makes sense to me and that yeah commitment to a process of being present in a relationship is different than committing to my dream of oh you're my hero I'm you know and I'm married and I'm committed to that vision where it may not even be the truth of the matter yes like it's I feel like it's just like increasing or, or, or having a method of fine-tuning or increasing your awareness of, of you know your, your sensual awareness basically like using your senses to to be present to, to what it is what it is what it is not what you think it should be or what you what the culture thinks it should be like paying attention to what it is it's interesting I listened to this talk one time and it's like you know like we have named the things all the things that we see we've named them and language is an interesting thing because in you know uh, uh, you can translate languages into into your own language but if you don't actually speak the, the tongue that you're translating from and you're listen and you're going on the word of a translator it's like, oh, well, this, uh, well, this translator said it means that, and that translator said it means that. It's like, oh, it's different. Like the table, the table doesn't call itself a table. The table doesn't know that it's a table. It's just, it's a tool that we have to use, you know, to set things on or whatever. But it's like goals are important. Uh, yes, but I don't think they're thing. It's not the thing. Well, and if I, I know with your experience of martial arts, so let me just put this into like, try to put this in a more concrete thing of when I was learning this kick, let's say. So if I had put my mind to the goal, which was theoretically to stop this person coming in, but couldn't find the commitment, was it more about committing to the process of the kick? Then would you say as far as like the training I don't think I fully understand the question, but uh, it feels like, like yeah, it needs to be, you know, from from my under, from my limited understanding, you know, uh, when when you release the when you release the attention or the effort per se. You know, it's like, oh, like, have you ever seen a, a, a tense pianist? Like, no, <laughs> they're not tense. They're, they're relaxed. It flows. There needs to be, you know, a release of tension. And that release of tension is not a, it's not a, it is a doing, but it's not so much a, a doing as a letting go. It's, it's like letting go of something that, that doesn't belong. Like if there's tension in your hip, you know, you're not going to be able to reach as far with your kick. And that 
half an inch could actually mean the difference between having an effective kick and have and not having an effective kick. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, putting it into into words, you know, if I I think what I did notice was a tension and it was a holding back on some level. I don't even know if I could say what that was, but in that holding back a little bit or tension, um, it wasn't effective. And so that was something that I worked through and I, I found I did get better. I, I would say that there's probably still work to be done and I only just got to black belts. I didn't, that's apparently, uh, uh, according to martial artists, the beginning of the training, not, not the end. So, um, you know, working on that still would be interesting, but it, I found that it was an, a, a commitment to the process in a way to even get as far as I did. So I think you kind of hit, I, I like how you phrased that, that, that to commit to the process. And I mean, when we talk about relationships um, on any level, you know, I, I am saddened these days by the lack of commitment I see uh, to the process, you know, of relating. It doesn't seem to be important anymore. You know, people don't even, you know, it's kind of like, I was talking to one of my daughters, she's in her early 20s, and she she's wondering, you know, I want a boyfriend, I want a partner, but I don't want to put the work in. I just, can we just skip to the part where we have a great relationship, <laughs> you know? And, you know, in her inimitable 21-year-old wisdom, that seemed to be an okay thing. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was interesting. I was like, well, no, there's no way to skip the process part um and you know I, I this episode is about you know i called it getting a black belt in life it's like yeah you gotta put in the training there isn't a way to just go from oh i'm gonna write down i want you know five foot ten tall dark handsome got a job you know owns his own house you know you make your list and then all of a sudden your partner magically appears and, and there's no work involved. It just doesn't, doesn't happen like that. So, you know, it feels like as a society, again, we've kind of moved away from, moved away from the process of, of relating uh, and committing to that. I mean, in your experience, I know you've worked a lot around these issues. How, what, what helps you to even see that there is a process or commit to that process? Like, how do you see that? One of my, my favorite teachers, you know, back home, he, he was at the end of every class. He ended the class, every class, no matter what class it was, kids, adults, you know, uh, wushu, tai chi, whatever class it was, he would end the class, every class with the same two words, more practice more practice anything that you want to get good at with few exceptions there are there are those few individuals that have <laughs> those natural abilities uh, but and, and their their practice seems to be you know effortless in, in some way looking at it from the outside well, how can they be good at that how is how does that person how can that person play these 30 instruments <laughs> proficiently you know, just pick anything up and have, have it such a second nature is that's rare. <laughs> that's rare. More practice, whatever it is that you want to be good at, 
you have to practice. And whatever it is you're practicing, you're going to get good at. So mm -hmm. if you're practicing, whatever it is that you're doing, even if you don't consider it practice, if you're doing it every day, it's a practice. So if you're, you know, sleeping in till 10 o'clock and getting up and that's a practice you're going to get good at it yeah good point so you know we might think we're we're practicing the thing but we're not actually and i i can relate that even to again my example with my kick perhaps i was actually practicing holding back being afraid rather than practicing stopping an opponent or or you know mastering the kick um so you're absolutely right and um i think uh you know in, in the sense of yeah if you're practicing walking away from intimacy or you're practicing uh you know just having meaningless sex then that's a practice that you are continuing to have and to jump from there to being masterful at having an intimate relationship is you know somewhat ridiculous too you have to build the new neural pathways mm -hmm. because it's it's possible with all the research and stuff that's been it's coming out and, and you know we're able to even though the sages of old already knew these things and with our modern uh, you know bent on our modern perspective on it we need to prove we need to prove we need to prove so there are those scientists that are actually mapping the, these things and um, you know in my experience of the internal arts you know Tai Chi uh, meditation Qigong um, those you're building the pathways the neural pathways our bodies are is an incre are incredibly uh, adaptive you know and, and and we can learn we can continue to learn there's also this cultural thing about oh you know I'm old and I and I and I forget and I can't you know I can't walk as fast or I can't run anymore and I can't take the stairs and blah blah, blah. it's like well yeah if we continue to tell ourselves that that's a practice we're practicing not being good at going up the stairs and soon enough you're not going to be able to go up the stairs so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's interesting very interesting yeah well this has been kind of enlightening as far as you know what are you practicing and you know getting a black belt or, or even beginning the practice from that point of awareness you know i see that as a black belt training in life or in relationships be aware of what you're practicing and practice what you are hoping to achieve you know so I do find with many of my uh, somatic sex educator clients that we end up practicing relating relationships because you know that's their goal is to have a good relationship and yet they aren't practicing that so you know many much of the work that I'm doing with people is actually kind of committing to a practice of relating which doesn't often look very much like the movies at all. It's very much more, uh, you know, like you said, being aware of yourself, you know, being aware of the other and taking that in. So any final words on, on practice? Yeah, one of, one, of, one of my teachers, we talked about the, the partner work in, in Tai Chi 
Touchy push on his toy shoulder. And it's important because there's, when two individuals come together, there's, there's, you know, if it's relating to me, there's the me, there's the other, and there's the thing that's be, that, that is created by the coming together of those two other things. So there's always something that, and you could say that it's greater than, you know, the thing is the greater than the sum of the parts because, you know, you can't, you know, have that thing without a, a, a full commitment from those two individuals. Those, they need to be committed to the thing. And if their mind wanders or, or my mind wanders or whatever, then, you know, the thing also evaporates. Mm. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. um, the relating is so important and, and, you know, partner work in whatever capacity, you know, dance or, or intimate relating or, or, uh, martial arts and is, is incredibly, uh, revealing, incredibly revealing. If you're paying attention mm -hmm. to the process. Wow. I feel like uh, I have a lot of practice to do. <laughs> Me too. And I hope you, you feel out there listening that there might be something here for you, uh, that you might consider what you're practicing today. You know, and I hope it's uh, a goal that you feel committed to. And, you know, that you consider working towards a black belt in relationships or in your life. Uh, and working on that in that way. So practice and commitment and awareness. I think those are the three words I'm taking taking with me from, from this. So I look forward to, to talking to you all uh, and having you uh, join us for our podcast again another time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, Please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together.